This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the action from the Sukrajan 400 at Townsville and the British Formula One Grand Prix. I hope you'll stay with us. First off to Townsville, and it was an interesting weekend where the V8 supercars returned for their second championship race in far northern Queensland. And on Saturday, it looked like a repeat of 2009 with Winkup taking the victory, with Jamie Winkup taking the victory. For James Courtney, though, he couldn't take the victory on Sunday. It was Mark Winterbottom who got the points. Ben Beasley was in Townsville and has this report. Defending two-time V8 supercar champion Jamie Winkup of Team Vodafone dominated the opening race of the Sucrogen Townsville 400. Winkup beat home Toll Holden Racing Team's Garth Tander with Orcon Steel Ford Performance Racing's Mark Winterbottom in third. Yeah, awesome win. The uh, car was extremely strong and kept on the black stuff for 70 or so laps, so no, I couldn't be happier. No brakes in the whole race. How do you feel? Um, yeah, yeah, feel, feel knackered, but I'd rather that than uh, than safety cars. I'm not a big fan of them, so thank uh, thank God one didn't come out and we could race hard right till the end. Championship leader James Courtney of Jim Beam Racing finished fifth and is now just 18 points ahead of Wind Cup. Orcon Steel Ford Performance Racing's Mark Winterbottom has won the Sunday race of the Sucrogen Townsville 400. In what proved one of the toughest races of the year, Winterbottom beat home championship leader James Courtney of Jim Beam Racing to give Ford a 1-2 result. That's an awesome win to, to have a 12 second gap and then a safety car come out and then fight like hell to keep it. Uh, they're pretty rewarding those ones so awesome to have two rounds, two wins and move back up in that championship. Defending two-time champion Jamie Winkup of Team Vodafone was classified 23rd after brake issues ruined his hopes. Teams now have eight weeks off before reconvening at Phillip Island for the first endurance race of the year, the LNH 500. This is Ben Beasley reporting in Townsville. So to the points as we go into the winter recess and it's James Courtney leading the championship on 1,947 points. Jamie Winkup on 18.27, Mark Winterbottom on 16.23, Shane Van Gisbergen on 15.98, Garth Tander on 15.09, Craig Lowndes on 14.79, Lee Holsworth on 13.98, Rick Kelly on 13.57, Michael Caruso on 12.59 and Stephen Johnson rounds out the top 10 on 11.51. Tim Blanchard has made his first ever races and round wins at the Sukrigen 400 in the Fujitsu Series. Blanchard got the breakthrough victory in the third and final Fujitsu Series race in Townsville and has strengthened his claim for an endurance drive. In fact, reports are that he is waiting for clearance from Castrol to join Greg Murphy at Paul Morris Racing. So the 23-year-old getting his first win sees him jump to second place in the points. But Steve Owen, who has been the points leader all season, looks like he is going to get his second Fujitsu V8 Supercar Series title, leading on 1,028 points. Blanchard jumping to second two points ahead of Nick Perkat, who's on 750 points. David Russell on 667 points. James Moffat on 615 points. Round out the top five. Six through ten. Rodney Jane, Aaron Russell, Ant Pedersen, who wasn't at the event with Dave Reynolds subbing for him. Marcus Zafkanovic and Drew Russell rounding out the ten. 
At the British Formula One Grand Prix, it was Mark Webber who, after Saturday's qualifying when the front wing was taken off his car and given to his teammate Sebastian Vettel because Vettel was higher in the championship standings, saw an interesting battle take place. It was into Turn 1, Webber gets the lead off the start and Vettel finds his rim cut down or his wheel cut down and had to go to the back of the field. Here's James Allen with the press conference from the drivers, Mark Webber taking his fifth Formula One victory in the last two years. Mark, you were very angry yesterday after the team switched the front wings. After the race there on the radio, you said not bad for a number two driver. Was today all about poetic justice? Oh, maybe there's a bloke upstairs every now and again, but, uh, you know, I just did the best job I could today and it worked out okay. So, uh, enjoyed the Grand Prix, to be honest. It was a good... uh, good fight with Lewis obviously you know people don't really see how we're still having a bit of a fight even though it's just against the pit board and just having a bit of a look at how how the gap's going to pan out but uh it was enjoyable particularly the first part of the Grand Prix and then uh pit stops obviously always seem crucial to get right and team did a great job there came back out uh and really just got my head down on the primes then on the hard tire and you know I knew they had a, a bit of a stint to go ahead so uh you know just made sure they they were comfortable for the whole stint. Safety car obviously uh, gave them a chance to uh, recover a fraction, but um, you know the car was faultless all day and uh, sensational result for the team. You didn't take any prisoners at the start in the battle with Sebastian. Tell us about those first few corners. He went off, of course. Yeah, it was pretty straightforward. I made a good start. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, I was very keen obviously to make it my corner and it worked out well for me, so it was good. Well done. Lewis, you're still leading the championship. Do you feel after all the problems you've had this weekend, particularly with the car, that this is some kind of miracle result for you? I don't think it's a miracle result. I think it's uh, a result of all the hard work, um, a reflection of all the hard work the team put in. You know, with the car was nice to drive. It wasn't as fast as these guys ahead of us, but um, nevertheless, we did the best job we could with the package we had. And that's been the case all weekend. And I think... Um, even Jensen did a fantastic job today, so that's great points for the team. I guess we are still leading the construction championship as well, so that's uh, it's a great result for the guys. You tried very hard to stay with Mark. You stayed with him within uh, six seconds to, towards the end. Uh, how hard was it to live with the Red Bull today? Uh, the Red Bulls were... Mark was Mark did a phenomenal job, so congratulations to him. But those guys are just so fast. I knew that out of pure pace, I wouldn't be able to outpace them or... But the first couple of laps, you know, it looked like he was struggling and it, it was a great chance for me to maybe get past and it still was so hard because we were both struggling. Um, but after that, it was just, I was flat, flat chat. I was trying to do my qualifying lap every lap, as always. But uh, he just kept on creeping away. Well done. Nico, first podium since China for you. But it looked like you had a bit of bodywork damage from early on. Tell us about your race. Yeah, my race, uh, I mean, I had a good start, so I came out in fourth. And then I had Kubica in front, who was a bit, well, quite a lot slower than me. And I had Alonso pushing from uh, from behind, so that was uh, not so easy, because the Ferrari was very quick at the beginning and able to follow very closely. Um, but then I think, I mean, t- in the end, the result goes down to, uh, first of all, great effort from the team to turn things around after Valencia, where we had a disastrous weekend. Uh, and really, they made great progress on the car and allowed me to be on the podium today. So that's fantastic. And, and the other thanks goes to a strategy today. So Vowles and, and uh, Ross, who did, a, I think, a really good job to keep me out there on the option to put in a great lap and to get out ahead of uh, Robert and, and Fernando then. We've seen a lot of overtaking today. How much do you think the track changes contributed to that? Um, 
I'm not, well, I'm sure it must have must have contributed to that, and it's great. I mean, the atmosphere is fantastic out there. It's uh, it's so nice to see the enthusiasm that the British fans bring bring to the race, and uh, and so it's it's nice that we're able to give back a, a great race to them. Well done, Mark. Back to you. This weekend clearly demonstrated the superiority of the Red Bull package, but you're still behind in the championships. So what happens now in the second half of this season? Well, we need to try and keep. Uh, Consolidating on, on, on weekends like this, obviously uh, the other car had a problem, so that uh, we lost some points with, with that with that situation. But we were very uh, strong this weekend. I think uh, it's uh, evident to the, the development that's gone on with the car. Uh, everyone at Milton Keynes has done an incredible job, uh, particularly you know thanks to the guys with the F duck. They've, they've pushed hard with that, which is not an easy thing to get on top of, but they're chipping away with that and lots of other small things. So like I said yesterday, we've climbed this tree, which and it's important to know how you get up there. You know, you can't just sort of pick and choose what you might want to get on in terms of development. So uh, we know the car well, and uh, we've got to keep, uh, you know, pushing on. And, um, you know, I've just got to keep getting the results I can. So the points now in the Formula One driver's standings. Lewis Hamilton on 145 points. Jensen Button on 133. Mark Webber on 128. Sebastian Vettel on 121. Fernando Alonso rounds out the top five on 98 points. Six through ten, Nico Rosberg, Robert Kubica, Philip Massa, Michael Schumacher and Adrian Sutil. The next round of the championship is in two weeks' time at Hockenheim in Germany. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.